by the cause. Space age player, got game from Mars. The general's in charge, that means everything's large. Plastic cash, platinum and gold card. Checks be correct, can't you see it on my neck? The rocks reflect, 20 carat channel set. Oh yeah, I can't forget about the Bentley card niches. Commission rich. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN975.com. Live from the ESPN975 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back. You're listening to Moneyline ESPN975. Follow us on Twitter at Moneyline975. Man, we've been all over the place today. A little football talk, a little cereal talk. Um, <laughs> a little porn talk. So, yeah, if you want to go back, check it out. We had some funny stories. We went through that. Also got the Masters going on, right, Jerry? So, yeah, what's actually, what's going on right now? Message. Woo, there it is. All right, here's here's the update as I see it right now. We got Molinari in the lead. It looks like he's uh, 13 under. Tiger right behind him at 12 under. And uh, Brooks Kepka uh, right under him at 11 under. So, it, man, it's, it's close right now. Man, and it's I tell you, there's nobody else. Is there any one single guy in the sports world, no matter what sport it is, that can get so much hype going around it from him doing good? People want him to do good, yeah, genuinely, man. because he was so special. And, man, I'm a, I'm a true believer, and I don't even want to get in too far into this, into second chances and whatnot. And, and it, he didn't deserve to, to lose his whole his whole whatever he's built, let's say, on just a few mistakes, and I'm so glad. Like this is the story that we need, and this is the, this will show you that there's always a way to bounce back and whatnot. And I like it. And although people, uh, he almost got taken out this week. You saw that. Yeah, <laughs> did how embarrassing is that, man? If you because the guy, uh, how hard is that job though? Imagine because if you look at that replay. He hits it, and everybody's head pops up like you see in those memes. Everybody just comes around the corner trying to see it, and he's having to run full speed, making sure nobody gets within a feet, a foot of him, and it's a crowd. It's I mean, how do you stop a – it looks like a stampede. Yes, yeah. It looks like a stampede, and he slipped, and, oh, man, when Tiger started limping like that, I'm like, oh, my gosh. This yes. was, how big of a story would this be? Oh, my God. I mean – it would be epic. I mean, you talk about like the baseball games where the fans maybe reach in and, and kind of, you know, get in the way, you know, of a player catching a ball. That's always a big deal. Those fans get get killed for stuff like that. Imagine being the guy that took out Tiger, you know, after Tiger's on this great run, too. If, you know, everybody's thinking maybe he wins another one and then you take him out at the Masters. Thank God that didn't happen. Tiger's okay. So we'll see if he can seal this thing up. Thank God, because I have a bet on him. And Oh, do you? Well, yeah, and uh, it, that wouldn't matter then, but I have a bet now. I caught on to the train late. And again, it goes back to what I'm saying. It gets non-golf guy like myself to put a bet on Tiger just because even though I know the number's not right and three to one wasn't enough for him today, starting the day off two strokes behind and they're only giving you three to one, but they knew everybody was waking up today yep. uh, putting money on Tiger and that's the world we live in. So I went over to my bookie and I hit that bet, but Talking about my bookie, we got to get this out here real quick. A lot of things have happened in the gambling world as far as the industry, and a lot of bad talk happened this week with uh, the argument between my bookie and Barstool Sports. And I just wanted to kind of put in my two cents to see where I'm coming from. Not that I work for my bookie or because they've sponsored here before or anything. Just basic the 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 guidelines and rules of gambling offshore on these offshore books. Period. Whenever you get to these offshore gambling and you hear, hey, deposit 100, we're going to give you 100% bonus or 50% bonus. 
that's not made for they're not expecting you to go on there deposit a hundred bucks make a hundred dollar bet and then say hey i want to withdraw my money right how's that fair ask yourself how's that fair how's that fair if they're giving you a hundred now you have 200 you go up there and you're thinking in your head you're, you're you're conniving it now at that point if you think like that then you're grimy yourself and you need to check yourself because what you're gonna make they're gonna give you 200 100 on your deposit you 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 what i'm gonna put a hundred on the astros say they lose now you got your original hundred let me take this off and i risk nothing uh, come on let's let's get real like get serious and I'm not, not that I'm saying or, or that I'm, I'm going to sit here and justify that they are going to pay everybody out. I don't know anything as far as that aspect. All I know is that whenever I've hit withdrawal, I've got my money from them. I know that personally. If you've had other experiences, then that then you need to you need to read the fine print just like in anything else in life. And you say they give you one hundred dollars. Most of these places, they make you roll it over five, eight times. Now, whenever you hear rollover. And it's something that needs to t- be talked about. If you deposit a hundred and they give you a hundred, now you have two hundred. Say the rollovers times five. You have to roll over that two hundred five times. So you have to give them a thousand dollars worth of action. A thousand dollars. If you're not someone planning on withdrawing your money right away, that thousand's going to play itself out because every single week, every day, you're sitting there dipping in and out. Forty here, fifty here, forty here, fifty here. Before you know it, within a few months, you've had a thousand dollars worth of action, and it's good that. Someone like Josh sitting right here next to me has experienced this rollover this season and at a different site. It's not only a my bookie thing. Go play anywhere, any of these sites, and go take that go take that bonus and tell me what the rollover is like. I happen to be lucky enough to someone that has a good story about covering a rollover. Tell them a little bit about it. Yeah, man, I I opened a new account right before football season started because you know wanted to get my NFL action on. So I, I deposited some money. I took the bonus, and I will say. I think just the, that Duke game a couple weeks ago um, when they lost to Michigan State, that, that I hit my – the rollover was finally over. I could take out all my funds that I had won. So, I mean, think about that. That's from like September all the way till mid-March. I still hadn't rolled over enough to where I could take out my money if I wanted to. Now, I really didn't want to. I've, I've built up. I, I probably tripled my money. Over the time. And, you know, but I pick my spots and, you know, I listen to guys like Jerry and I typically don't put a ton of money on a game because I don't want to cash out my whole bankroll on one game exactly. if I get if I get one bad beat. So typically, and I'll I'll just put it out there. You know, when I'm feeling good, I'm I'm around a hundred dollar better. Yeah. Just because you know, I work in and radio, I, I don't make a ton of money. That's plenty. Um, so you know, I've done well, but yeah, it took September all the way till like a week ago until I finally cleared my bonus. But you know, I've tripled my money and I've had a lot of fun doing it. it you know, it's been great. But I didn't know that about. You know, you couldn't pull your money out at a certain time. And I didn't really want to pull it all out. You know, I wanted to leave a a decent amount in there. But, you know, sometimes you want to pay some bills and pull out 100, 200 bucks. But I haven't done that. But I didn't read the fine print. So that's on me. Exactly. You know, and it's not just a my bookie thing or all these places do that. And you don't have to take the bonus. No, that's what I'm saying. If you want to do it the the regular way and 100, you want to take it off that next day, you can. And that's what I don't understand. And then some people are saying they're processing fees. Um, I'm sorry to tell you, but Bitcoin's been free with them every single time. And again, I don't. I use many books. I mean, let me. I, but I've I've used my bookie a lot, and they're the guys that I know. As far as when people ask me, like, hey, w- you know what square books are? You know where people bet the public bets a lot because they're the they they give underdogs more points because they know uh, it, the favorites are bet a lot on that book, for example, or whatever the case may be. So you 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 shop around just like anything else in life. But I wouldn't shop. At a store where I know that 
I ain't, I'm not getting the product that I want. Like, yeah. and, and I wouldn't touch my bookie. I wouldn't be telling people to bet on my bookie. So at the end of the day, if you have a problem with the rollover, then you, you need to read the fine print because it's with every single offshore book. And if you have a problem with the withdrawing, they say that they charge $50, $80. I'll, I'm telling you right now, I'm logged into somewhere else and I guarantee you they're charging $80 too if you don't use Bitcoin. So at the end of the day, it's something that's going on, and it just sounds like a bunch of sore losers and a bunch of followers just going off with what somebody says and bringing down uh, a book, just trying to bring down a company, man. You see that in society. All it takes is one thing bad on social media, and it all comes crashing down. And it just I, I just have to be a, one of the first ones because I've used them so much. And like I said, it's me personally. Not that I'm saying, hey, I, if they don't pay you, I'm going to pay you myself out of my pocket. No, I'm saying every time that I've used them, and I've withdrawn. I've received my money. Yeah, I mean, why would you think you're getting free money? I yeah. mean, I mean, I know these are poor examples, but you know what I'm saying? Like, when you go to apartments and they're like, oh, $500 credit, if you refer somebody. Uh-huh. Well, that's if that person actually rents an apartment. You're not just going to get $500 for throwing out a name. Or when you go to the casino, they don't give you free alcohol just to be in the casino. They give you free alcohol if you're gambling. Yes. Like, th- th- this whole stuff is free in life is... Uh, that's a fairy tale. I and, mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, read the fine print. Like, why would you think on a gambling website that you would get free money that you can just pull out whenever? And it's the same guy that that same guy that's that's mad about this is the same guy that goes to the apartment and does that referral, and then they're thinking they're already calculating their bills for that first month, saying my first month is going to be minus five hundred. Whenever they probably spread that five hundred out through a bunch of your months to make sure, like, oh, you're on a twelve month lease. Okay, that 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 five hundred. You know what I mean? Yep. But that's the guys that are that are going off right now. That's the same guys and. That's what makes me so mad. Yeah, and look, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and trash talk Barstool. They put out some good stuff. They're pretty funny. But, th- I mean, come on. This, this, this is clickbait. Like, th- this is just Barstool getting, an, getting something else, riling people up just to get more clicks, to get more views. I mean— That's the power they have, man. Like, they, they're stuff, so popular now. They can bury you. Yeah, I mean, five years ago when Barstool wasn't around, we didn't have people on Twitter— complaining about free deposits with my bookie it's all of a sudden barstool's doing it now everybody's like oh yeah where's my free money like no like come on no it's frustrating if you don't know that that's the case and you're thinking you're going to pull out your money but you got to read the fine print i mean it's everything on the internet there's all that fine print where you always have to click okay i agree to the terms i mean this is nothing new and you know we did uh, that contest we had a partnership with my bookie uh, a few months ago where remember raheel went and shot the, yeah. the, the three pointers and we all got action on it i'm minus 100 on that yeah <laughs> a lot of people were but you know i thought it was a really fun a cool deal we had fun doing it i thought raheel did a great job and you know, a lot of people at the office opened up my bookie accounts because they wanted to bet on it. And and then they realized after the contest that they couldn't just pull their money right out because they agreed to the bonus. And, and some of the people were a little disappointed, but they were like, look, I, I didn't read the fine print. But That's on me. Half those people yeah. deposited, say, 100, and then they gave them their deposit, 180, and they were like thinking, I'll put my bonus funds on Raheel. That's exactly what loses, it was. Then I'll get my money back, and that's not right. No, uh, come on, what, what, uh, let's be real. Yeah, let's they, real. they are. A, they are a business. They, you know <laughs> what I mean? You know, they, they come hit me in the head and <laughs> just take off running. Like, yeah. no, like that's not the way it works. And again, it, it, it's it's it, when money comes around and comes into play, man, you'll be surprised what what people do. And again, just shout out to to anybody involved in this. And I hope things get settled. And I hope that my bookie could keep moving forward because they were. They they're a fun book. They put out these props that nobody else puts out. They're yep. willing they're willing to take a loss on something just crazy, and all of a sudden, just 
on yeah. one, one little occurrence happens to go back. And I know there's a lot more in between the lines that we're not. I'm hearing that they used to sponsor there at one point and then they're not. And maybe they, they have ill, there, there was some ill feelings towards that. Or at the end of the day, like I said, it's gambling. You win, you lose, but you learn. Yes. And it's, it's smart of them to give you incentive because most people, when they bet, they're going to lose. So they're going to lose that bonus because you always talk about why Vegas is so pretty, right? It's built on a bunch of people losing money. So it makes sense for them to incentivize you to, to, to play some bets, give you some bonus money because that's why they're in business. People don't always win. But if you listen to this show, you can come out on top. Jerry gives out some great picks. Man, Jerry's taught me. We've learned a lot. We've done really well this past season. We really killed it on the NFL. And, man, the college tournament, Jerry was on fire, man, for NCAA basketball. So we're going to try and give you more of those picks. I think Jerry's going to give you a play for the Rockets game tonight as yeah, well. Definitely. So we're going to get to that on the other side. So stick around. You're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Way, but it's got to be a Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Right, we are back. You're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Man, we've been a little all over the place today. A little NFL, a little basketball. Uh, we want to talk about Lions poker, actually, is something we want to get to. We also... We're going to be giving out a play for the Rockets game tonight, so we'll get to all that. So Jerry went over to Lions Poker Palace the other day, and uh, he had a really good time. So kind of tell everybody what that was like, man, playing some cards. Well, you know, uh, we call this the somewhat off-season of gambling because right now I'm left to March Madness is gone. Yep. Football is in the rear view, obviously, and we have kind of a not dead zone because I hit soccer and the NBA playoffs are here, but I look for... I need time, you know what I mean? And poker requires time, and this is when I go back to playing full-time during this offseason. So I'm looking for a place to play, and I've played at all the rooms around Houston, and I love them. They're all wonderful, but I wanted to go to Lions. Fred has told me a lot about them, and so I went over there, man, and it's – how do I explain this? Whenever you go into these poker places, and I know a lot of you listening right now, the poker boom hit here. It's legal now, and a lot of you probably haven't even made it to any of these rooms. And a lot of it has to be with the intimidation factor of walking in. I remember the first time I walked into a casino to the poker room, and I was just so timid, and I didn't know where to go get chips. I didn't know. Once they told me, hey, you sit at that table right there, that, that walking up with your chips and all those guys are looking at you, and that first time is just real intimidating, and that makes a lot of people not go. But I sat with the owners, and their whole base there is to make it feel at home. And he made me feel at home right away. Like I said, I just I'm just – it's such a, a key point and a factor of why I'll be going there all the time. He said, we all know each other here on – it's all first-name basis here. And I walked around, and he was like, man, this guy here, he doesn't even 
he he doesn't even play poker all the time. He's just here just cause, you know because he loves the atmosphere. Blah blah blah. Just I've met so many guys that day, and they all had the same thing to say. They uh, it's good playing poker with people you know as well because then you get to see tendencies and you know okay, Mister Charles, he's he's crazy. He's gonna be or this guy. He likes to get yep. drunk. He you know this guy. You you. It's just a it's a brotherhood at the same time. It's uh, if you want to say and. At Lions, that's what they're offering, and that's going to be my spot. They have tournaments all the time, and like I said, I look forward to being in there at least two or three times a week. So if from now on, if you guys want to go play poker, hit me up on Twitter. I'll probably be there. Man, that's awesome. And we were talking about this the other day, and I thought you made a really good point. You know, as far as people being timid to come into a new, you know, poker room, you said that's why online poker was so popular, right? Because it's faceless and, you know, you don't have to walk into a room and look where to get your chips or you don't have to do the walk of shame when, exactly. when you lose. It's, you know, it, it's all well, If you face- make a bad play and you beat somebody, it, that's a great right. point you make there because it's completely different. It, that's why everybody online was so big and that's yeah. why it grew. It, it found new poker players that never touched the game because... You can make a bad play, but beat someone. No one's looking at you. Somebody might call you an a-hole on the <laughs> chat, and then that was it. Or you don't even have to get dressed up to go in there. You yep. don't have to. do As stupid as it sounds, it's intimidating walking in these places and not uh, saying, man, I used to play a home game with some buddies, $30, $40 on a Friday night, drink some beer and have sure. a good time. Where can I do that? And you think of all these places, and you say, man, those guys are playing full-time. And No, they want you to come in there and. We're working on maybe getting some kind of beginner series going, maybe yeah. having a tournament for all you guys out there that played maybe uh, not not as much as you want to or, or want to get into the game. Having a tournament, low stakes buy-in, where we sit and play the hands out, let them play out like normal poker, but when it's said and done, go back and break it down and say, hey, why'd you check there? If you raised there... Those two hands would have folded, and you would have predi- probably been up just against these two hands. Now the next came, uh, card come, uh, and, and it wouldn't hurt you as much. By you checking there, you allowed him to take the, you know, just little things like that. That every turn in poker, every move, every check, every raise, it changes the outcome of how the hand plays. So it's infinite possibilities and we want to we're working on that give us some time here we're working on that as far as the videos as well hopefully we'll, we'll get we'll keep those going there's a poker one coming out this week so yeah. just uh, look forward to that yeah sports map we're we're releasing some gambling videos we're going to drop about one a week so we did one on hockey we did one on nba playoffs and then there's a poker one that's going to be coming out next week and that's the other thing too jerry's like playing online you're not you can't size up you know, the person you're betting with really like in a real poker room, right? You know, where you can read people and read their tendencies and, and how they bet and, and look at their face and, you know, all that stuff, you know, in the movie rounders, you know, all those tells, all the things you hear about in Hollywood movies, those are real things. And you have to be in an actual poker room playing with actual people to get better at that. And we'll get into this way more in depth, but just like to, 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 to touch on what you're saying, poker is, is, Obviously, just like any other gambling, it can, it's it's skill, and it, but it also considers luck. Sure, and it gets to a point where if you get so much skill and you know you know the the odds, and you know that if you got three cards to the flush, you know you need a you need open ended straight, and you need, you got eight outs, you know how much the odds are of that, and we it gets to a point where everyone, if you play so much and you're on the same level, everybody knows all that. So then, how do you differentiate yourself and? Me, myself, and not all people think of it. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a little mad in the head, and maybe I just I'm a little crazy. But that's what's gotten me uh, to the success that I've gotten. And I play. Like, it goes to what you say. I I need to see these people because I need to. I build a relationship within the first hour, and they don't even know it. 
I have a I build a friendship with them, and and some of them would be okay. This guy's my friend, and we all have that. We all have that 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 friend with tight pockets. Sure. So then you'll know that within that first hour, you'll know because either he's not playing any hands, or you could see that he's not looking to rebuy. You you already know. Then you we all have that friend that's real open with money. He don't care. He's talking about spending it, and he's yep. wild. He's being loud in there. Within an hour, two hours of that tournament, you know who that guy is. You treat him as such. You treat him as that friend, and you treat this other guy as that friend with tight pockets. So in between that, you play and you develop relationships. Just like all friends, we have enemies, sure. right? So whenever – so and, and I say that loosely. We get old. We shouldn't have enemies. We have people that we don't like as much, we could say, and that happens on the table as well. Now you have your friend over here that's got tight pockets, and he's doing work for you, and you know when he gets in a hand, he's telling you uh, – when he bets, people know that he's tight. So when people get in hands with him, it's telling you information. You're getting information from watching him. Now you have your drunk guy or your or your friend that loves to spend money and he don't care about dollar he he went there with rebuys to spend and spend and spend and your other part your friend over here he went there with one rebuy and he knows that he don't have the money to do that then all of a sudden a phone call comes in and and your other friend in seat seven that you didn't realize was your homie his his wife calls and you hear him say honey i'm not gonna be that long like (laughs) so now you know that that friend in seven he's limited on time so now you have a friend that's limited on money you have a friend that's limited on time, and you have one that's limited on sense because he don't care about money. And then now you have a now you build relationships. They don't know it, and you play off of that. And you out there listening, you might it might sound crazy, but I'll put a I'll put a method to this, and it all makes sense when I put the puzzle together. But you have to you have to look at it. It's a game inside the game, and I hope that it made sense to you. But yeah. once you build it like that, you know, like okay, my my tight my tight friend, the one that has tight pockets, he already folded. That guy folded. I'm I'm going up against a guy that that's got money and he's wild. So now I got to play according to that. Eliminate everything else. Raise every everybody folds, fold, folds. Now you're only dealing with one or two opponents, and that's where you play poker. That's when the game starts. Do you hear all this knowledge right here? I, this I this know. is this is why we're hesitant about bringing Jabo to my house to play poker because <laughs> he's going to act all friendly, and then in one minute he reads us, and two minutes later all our money is gone. Like this man right here is a genius. That's going to be the case, and I'm looking forward to that too. Um, and I saw your invite for the crawfish thing. That sounds pretty tight as well. So we do got yeah, to play some cards, man. Up some, play some yeah. cards, and like saying we're gonna. Let's let's make this a learning experience as well, though, and hopefully we get this going at lines where it's it's in the works because we need. Uh, there's someone out there listening right now, yeah, They're saying, "Man, he's t- he's he's talking about me. I want to go play poker. I used to play with some buddies in a garage game. I had so much fun on a Friday. That was my getting away, and I just don't want to go deal with going into these rooms and having these guys li- like thinking of me as an outsider. No." We're about to get it to where it's going to be the the home. The, that's the home field advantage we're going to have there at Lions Poker Place. So I'm looking forward to that, and I'm looking to talk more poker with you guys. That's just a little touch of the the. I'm just barely scratching the surface. Once you really get into it, and like I said, it's a it's a game inside the game, mentally, physically, emotionally, and more monetary form as well. And at the end of the day, that's where we're looking for is dollars. No doubt about it. We're about to hit the break, but before we go, I'll just let you guys know. Update on the Masters: Molinari still winning, uh, under thirteen or thirteen under, I should say. Brooks Kepka is eleven under, and Tiger is tied with him eleven under. Mm. So there's our update on the Masters, guys. We told you we'd, we'd keep you in the loop throughout the show. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Moneyline. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. You lost your cause and your 
understand how I feel and I do it how I like. This is Money Line on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back. Moneyline ESPN 97.5-713-780-3776. Josh Jordan, Jerry Bow at Clutch City Cam behind the glass. Last segment, we did a little poker talk. I hope you guys were listening. If you're poker fans, Jerry dropped some knowledge. Definitely helped us out on some poker strategy. Now let's maybe get into the Houston Rockets a little bit. I know Cam's a big Rockets guy. We got a big game tonight. Going to face the Jazz, as we said a little earlier in the show. It looks like the Rockets are favored by six and a half points. And it looks like the totals at about 214 and a half right now. That's come down a little bit. It opened at 219. So maybe let's just get into this series a little bit. Um, I think the Rockets probably going to take care of business in about five or six games. What do you think, Cam? Yeah, I, I had Rockets in six. Look, th- this might be... I know a lot of Houston fans hate the Jazz. I mean, I hate the Jazz. They, they, for some reason, the Jazz always play the Rockets well in a very annoying way because they have stifling defense and stuff. Um, but, I mean, this Rockets team is on another level. I mean, honestly, if, if they stay healthy, this is a better Rockets team than last year. I mean, the bench is deeper. It's more productive. I mean, you have Clint Capella who, you know, if it was a bigger man's game, he, he could have been an all-star. It's just, you know, that his, his game just does not, you know, translate to what people want big men to do these days. But I, I see I see the Rockets taking it in, in, in six. I, there's there's no reason why they should lose this series. Yeah, no I, think, reason. I, I think they're going to win it, too. And that's interesting you saying that they're they're a little better than last year. I've heard that a little bit in. I think we forget, like, Mute was hurt during the playoffs last year. He really didn't do a lot for the Rockets. So, uh, you know, I don't – and, you know, Trevor Ariza, that, I don't feel like we're missing him that much. No, I mean, for $15 million, go to Phoenix. Like, if you want to go to one of the worst teams, that's fine. And this is the thing. This isn't even, this isn't even just being a, a Rockets homer. M- plenty of NBA pundits thought that if Chris Paul was healthy in that Game 7, the Rockets would have taken the, the series against the Warriors. Yeah. And – now they're healthier. So as long as they can say that's the thing. That's the biggest thing with the Rockets. If they can just stay healthy, they can be one of the best teams in the league, both Eastern and Western Conference. So stay healthy. And Do you, you know. buy into that theory that you'd rather play the Warriors in the second round because it's it's more likely Chris Paul will be healthy than if you waited till the, the third round? Honestly, I didn't even think about that until you just said that. But you know what? I'm I'm okay with that because you're right. I mean, we we've We've seen it with Chris Paul before. Every year he's been with us, he's had some sort of injury. Last year, it came at the worst time because it came in Game 7, yeah. the you know Western Conference Finals. So you're going to have to face the Warriors anyways. You might as well do it earlier when the teams get a little more rested and a little more healthier. So uh, originally, I wanted to wait you know, until the Western Conference Finals. But hell, if you can get rid of them in the second round, yeah. that just means the Western Conference Finals is even easier for you. So I'm all about it. You got any on this, Jerry? I, I agree as far as the thought as far... Uh, and, and, and I think both sides are right on this. And it's that's why we're, we have a job, right? Because they make sports radio and you're going to have people on both sides of the fence. Some people are saying no. Let's yeah. wait to the end. and uh, Because if the Warriors, they do lack depth. Right. Yeah. So the longer the the playoffs go, the the more that they get tired and the depth comes into play. And then if they don't have that, then maybe you have a, a leg up. Yeah. But then you're saying at the same time, what's my what's my demise? And that's health. 
right? So then would you give up depth for that health? Or let's just, at the end of the day, man, let's throw everything out the window. Like, hey, we live in a society where you look at so much advanced metrics. And, and, and uh, don't get me wrong, I'm a, I'm a guy who was up here throwing out 7-2-1, and one, the, the Rockets, in the last 10 games, which they are right now during the season against the spread. Yes, I know these by memory. But at the end of the day, it's what you know and what you see. And mm-hmm. it's just... I take them now. You know what I mean? Like, let's get this over yeah. with. Let's do it. Oh, you healthy? Yesterday, during that Warriors game, Durant went down two times during that game. Ooh. One where he held his back, and they, the, the 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 next offensive possession for the opposing team started. He didn't even make his way down court for a while. And 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 my wife and I were watching, it and he came back holding his 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 back. And it, all it takes is one little injury to to change the narrative yeah. in that following series. And where the Rockets are right now, where the Warriors are right now, let's get ready to fight. Like, let's just do this. Let's just do this. And and, and I don't want no excuses. I don't want to be have to live through a whole nother off season or, or season even of Chris Paul was healthy. Let's we do no. Let's let's take the gloves off. Let's do it here. Yeah. And the Rockets aren't scared of them. The Rockets know that they could beat them. They could beat them there. They could beat them without Chris Paul. They could beat them. Same thing with with same thing with them. They could beat us without Durant. You know what I mean? They, yeah. They, Everything's on the table. Let's get it on. Yeah, like, and to kind of piggyback off your, your KD injury, look, you know the Clippers are going to go in there and try and beat up Golden State. So why not play them the very next round when the Warriors are licking their wounds? I mean, we saw game one point. last night, two people already ejected. Like, you know Pat Beverly is going to go <laughs> yeah. after anybody because for the Clippers, I mean, what do they have to lose? Like, they're already the underdogs. I mean, there's a good chance that they're not going to win. So why not beat up the team that you have to share the same state with. Like, why not beat them up? So if you're a Rockets fan, hell yeah, I want to play them after That's their That's a great beat up. point, man, you yeah. make. Because, uh, yeah, watching that game yesterday, it was bad. Like, they were going at it. Like, they ended up getting thrown out. Beverly and uh, Durant, double technicals, and it's just... That's what it's going to be. The Clippers are a little scrappy team. They know that they're they're trying to be that little dog that bites your ankles. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's what we have here. But at the end of the day, that's doing the Rockets a favor, I think. And... Uh, didn't y'all think it was cute that video where Pat Beverly is teaching Jay Crowder how he's gonna hold uh, how how you hold uh uh James Harden? I think that's yeah. so whack and and you could read like the lips and it's like he's telling him man he's gonna swing and you know the 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 movement he's making because it's the way that that James moves his hand and he's telling him when he comes like this slap that ball down when he moves it slapping he tell and and Crowder sitting there like a kid like yeah so that means that people wonder out there and they go to a great. Bought, uh, a great defender that is uh, Beverly, so they go to him. They played. He played with him. So yeah. it's just crazy to think as an NBA player, just real quick, and just hey man. So who started the conversation? Did Pat go at him and say, "Hey, I know you're going to be playing against," or did he say, "Hey man, like who started that conversation?" And I think it's weak. I think it's bad because if you're a Rockets yeah. fan, you have to be annoyed. But at the same time, does that not prove that James Harden is the MVP when you have other players trying to tell other players how to defend a guy? and it's caught on camera, that should just tell you how hard and how amazing James Harden is. I mean, look, the Greek freak is great, but there's no video out there of people trying to tell other people how to defend him. Like, that's crazy to me. That's crazy to me that NBA players are going to each other being like, yo, how do I guard this dude? Like, how do I stop him? Oh, well, I mean, you can't. Like, see, you I, cannot. I kind of see it from the other side. You know, I don't I don't think Pat wanted to be here anymore. I don't think him and James get along very well. So I almost see this as Pat just like, hey, I'm going to try and help people out to stop James because I don't really like the dude that much. I, I think that's the case. I don't, I don't think they're very friendly. No, not at all. And as far as the spread for today, not just overall, it's just – 
It's a tough. It's you ask what do the numbers give you? Because we talked about the eye test and we know that they'll catch Rudy Gobert in no man's land a lot here. Whenever they do that pick and roll, and you, some of the best ankle breakers from Chris Paul, you'll see are a lot of these a lot of these uh, point guards. They'll catch Rudy Gobert in the middle of no man's land. Now you have him having to hold this this small guy. He'll get chopped up, and we know how that goes. So these guys they they split the season series right and. The margin, though, is what gets you because the margin of victory, the Jazz combined their two games, 38 points. The Rockets winning margin, 32 points in their win. So what does that give you? Was it games that are they really that much spread apart? No. When the, when the team, that, pers- that that certain team won that game, then it was their day and the other team, it seems like, had a bad night, right? Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the feeling I'm getting here. So if they're, you say evenly matched because they split the, the series, but then you say if it's been blowouts, how evenly are they? So then you go to recency bias and you say, okay, Utah, they close out strong. Both teams 8-2 and two straight up down the stretch, but the Rockets 7-2-1 and one against the spread, and they did that on the backs of playing great defense. Offense, defense, 119.4 points per game the last 10. So you when you think of Utah, you think of defenses yeah. like defensive games, and you ask yourself how – how do their totals play, for example? They had an average of 225.5 points in the last 10 games. That's how much the points went. Rockets, last 10 games, an average score of 221.9. The total today, I believe it's still at 214-ish. Is that right? Uh, yeah, 214.5. 214.5. So the, the Rockets, they saw an average of 221, but the under hit seven or six of those 10 games because the number was set high. It was set in the higher 220s. Now you have it at 214 because they anticipate two teams that can play defense. It's a tough game. I personally like the under in this game. When these teams play, it seems like it seems like they, they're going to especially in a playoff game. I feel like there'll be some long possessions toward this. I think there'll yeah. be I think there'll be spurts in this game where there'll be a lot of missed shots. And whenever you try to touch a game that's 214, 218, 220. You need a lot of scoring, and you can't mm-hmm. you can't really afford two and a half three minute droughts during the game if that makes sense. Yep. So I'll take my chances on that. And a small bet. I want to see I want to see how these teams come out. I want to see if they're going to come out running. I want to see if it, it, I want to see how that pick and roll works. It's and again that's why we're so lucky that we can have live betting as well. So for yeah. right now, let's hit the under. Let's hit it small, and let's hope that I because uh, I want Houston. I want Houston at four. That number's too big right now to me, honestly. If you're thinking Six about and a half, yeah. yeah, if you're thinking about Houston, think about watching Game of Thrones first, and whenever that that <laughs> first quarter's over, and maybe Houston's down three or four, now you can get Houston minus two or three for the game. Ooh. And if it never gets to there, and you enjoyed your Game of Thrones, and you come back and the Houston's up by eighteen, then just drink another beer and have a good time. <laughs> hey, and another thing to look at: we we mentioned injuries. If this injury port holds up, the Jazz are going to be without Kyle Korver and Ricky Rubio. And I know those guys aren't on an elite level anymore, but those are two key pieces to to that team. And if you if you don't have your sharpshooter and Kyle Korver and your ball man and Ricky. Rubio, that could fare pretty well or bad for the uh, for the Jazz, and you know a lot better for the Rockets. Good and point. the problem with that, those are the two guys that uh, are have a little bit more ball security. Let's say during those last ten games when they were winning, they ranked twenty sixth in turnovers. The Jazz, they had fifteen point two turnovers per game. Rockets in that same time frame, they ranked sixth, getting fourteen turnovers per game. Look for the Rockets to turn over the Jazz often. 
Man, there you have it. Really good breakdown there. Before we go to break, Jerry, what uh, what do you expect in this series? Do you, th- you think the Rockets will win this series? And how many games do you think? Rockets in five. Hopefully, they get out early. And and we said, well, like we said, the Clippers are a team that'll beat. So the, so the, they'll beat you up. So will the Jazz. Yeah, they'll try to beat you up. So let's get out of here in a hurry. Let, let's let's take them down. Let's punch Z Dog in the head and let's get up out of here. You're listening <laughs> to Mudline, ESPN 97.5. This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's Best Sports Talk, ESPN 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. On ESPN 975.com. Live from the ESPN 975 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back. You're listening to Moneyline. We did a little Rockets talk in the last segment. Josh Jordan, Jerry Bowe at Clutch City Cam behind the glass. Uh, if you missed last segment, basically we said we think the Rockets are going to take this series against the Jazz, probably five or six games. And uh, we were talking about betting the game tonight. Jerry's kind of on the under, not loving the uh, not loving the spread there. They got Rockets at six and a half point favorites. Might be a little too much, but you might be able to get some live betting in there and find a little better value if you kind of wait and get into the middle of that game. Another bet you can hit right now. It comes on at two. This is our last segment, so we'll get it out. Lil Paris PSG go to the French league and at this point these are teams these are the top teams in the league one and two PSG scored 89 goals this year and they've only allowed 18 but that because in the French league there's a big discrepancy on the top teams and then the bottom ones just get thrashed so I believe in this match specifically PSG has the ability obviously to score multiple goals and I think Lil gets on the board as well Lil is is uh they also scored they've scored at least one goal and four of their last five games as far as just heads up between these two it's seen at least three goals and both teams score in four of the last five heads up between these two uh, these two teams at this point of the season Paris, uh, PSG has such a big lead that I think that their focus will be more on looking good rather than breaking their backs on that defensive uh, aspect and Lille will play an open game as they're the, the one and two have got a big lead as far as the league so just look for goals and uh, I think that we'll see that today so hit that over three and it's actually a plus, a plus money if you want to hit the two and a half add a little juice to that but Three plus money, I think a, uh, a push at the worst. Nice. And uh, just a little update on the Masters. Looks like Tiger is tied for first now with Molinari. Woo! They're tied at 11 under. So we'll see. Maybe Tiger could have a little magic today. I, I actually got up and I placed a bet, a bet on him today at three to one. Just, 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 and almost wrecked on the hair yeah. on the way here, honestly, <laughs> trying to get a, a, a stream for it. But. Honestly, this is this is what we do. This is why we're here. This is why we gamble. And this is why you're listening. So I'm going to give you a pick for the series. Oklahoma City Thunder and Portland. I think that these are teams going uh, not in different directions because they made it to the playoffs. But I think that the ultimate stop for these two teams is uh, I think Thunder is their ceiling is higher, if that makes sense. I think uh, I know that Russell Westbrook always 
dominates whenever he plays Dame Lillard uh, in the heads-up matchup. Last time they played, they got in that argument, and uh, I won't forget that uh, Westbrook was at the line yelling out loud into the crowd, I always do this. I always get yeah. you. And Lillard just sitting there looking like a dog, and I just think that's the way it's going to be. Um, maybe not so much for game one. I like him for the series. Okay, it gives me more opportunity because anything can happen in these game ones. And on that video we we made the other day, I uh, I went and did some research on home field advantages and how they pertain to winning percentages and which sports hold the most weight. And I found that NFL and NBA have the most. Um, obviously, in NFL, you see that a lot with the the three points for home field, and that when you go to handicap other sport, handicap other sports, you ask yourself, well, how much is home field or home court or home ice? Yeah, and that's when questions start deriving. But whenever you're in football, you know it's usually worth three, three and a half. Some home fields four in December, like sure. uh, for example, playing against the Patriots at home. But for the most part, you you, you in basketball, it's just it's just. It's so much variance, and you think like, okay, so how much does it hold? 14% difference of teams winning at on the road during regular season to winning at home. It's a nine, and then it jumps up to 14 to playing at home in the playoffs, a winning percentage to playing on all the way to on the road. So you go through a couple of phases um, in between there to get to that 14%. But to make it clear, hockey, it, it, it holds like a less than a 2% difference of winning percentage on home ice in wow. uh, in the playoffs. Yes, exactly. Wow. Yeah. So then that, that's why whenever um, uh, Fred made that 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 comment the, or the, the, po- uh, the comment on that video and he said, sometimes look for somebody to lose game one and then the the prices change completely and you could catch them at plus. Well, how does that make sense? Okay. Well, if home ice doesn't really count that much and you, and you got one team and say they lose because it really, it, the numbers are true. If they lose, it really didn't mean that much. Now they're down, but that loss didn't really count as much as what it's going to show into the number of betting. So then that, that created value and value is what we search for. Man, that's actually a really good tip, man. It, those those videos are pretty good, guys. Check them out on Sports Map. We're going to have more of them, but I definitely had some good stuff with Jerry talking about betting the NBA playoffs. And and the thing you were talking about too is like betting on a lot of stuff, right? Like volume betting. Explain that to everybody how that works. And it goes both ways because there's a lot of professional betters out there that, that they're real selective, and 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 I know one some that are really really wealthy from it. I'm not going to lie to you. They look at me and they'll tell me I'm crazy. They're like, there's no way that you can possibly do it like that. Their 64%, 60%, whatever they throw up is, is, is not as strong as mine because mine has more, more of a sample size. So if I'm hitting 60% over 60 games to your 60%, 6 out of 10, then there's a big difference. You understand what I'm saying? So both ways can be done, right? If you, if you, if, if you play it that way, you got to play it as such. Now, somebody that doesn't bet all the time as many games and then they start following my bets and then I have a cold two days, then they're over there telling yeah. me, man, I bet way too big. Like I was betting 1% of my bankroll on every one of those units, man. And I'm thinking, don't do it like yeah. that. I'm a volume better. If we were having a free throw shooting contest right now, if we were shooting free throws right now for money and you said, do you want one right now or, or do you want two and you have to make those? Or I'm sorry, do you want three and you have to hit two out of the three or do you want 10 and you have to hit a certain amount I w- i'd rather have the 10 yeah. because that's where consistency happens you won't find uh, you won't find success in gambling overnight but you'll find cons- uh, success in consistency and once you develop consistency and you could tell yourself man 
I caught bad breaks. Like this morning, I've lost, I've lost three. And I always tell you, I'm transparent. I don't care. I call me winner loser, but don't call me a cheater. I've lost two big bets this morning, but then I just won one right now on the show. And then we're about to hit one. Right. So then it's consistency. You have to give me enough bullets and don't tell me that you were part of my story and didn't fit, get to the ending of the movie. Man, that that's a really good advice. And the, the one, the other thing I took away was how you love college football because there's so many games going on that some of the numbers aren't going to be right, and if, you can take advantage of that. If there's such a big, uh, 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 so many numbers, and people are betting so many games, it's harder for uh, them to get it right. If you're at a Walmart and you have to attend for a thousand people, it's easier to attend for ten yes. because you can put more focus on those ten. Once you got to do a thousand, you try to you try to uh, satisfy all of them as much as you can, but you never got to dive into them. So then you dive into your loyal customers, which is the lines that are getting killed by the public. And yep. the, so you're like, okay, that's on a Monday night. That's my loyal customer. Let me put a little more focus into that. So they put focuses into that, if that makes sense. And that some does, of y'all might actually. think I'm completely yeah. crazy, but I know that hey, you feel it in your heart. <laughs> it's you just do. some real gambling here. Because that Monday night, a lot of people are chasing what they lost over the weekend. Some people just want some action on some Monday night Some people don't have a Sunday ticket and all that. So yeah. they have to watch exactly what comes on TV. So their their, their Sunday schedule consists of the, the, the uh, local game and then whatever comes on at the next slot, at that 3 o'clock slot, Central Time. And then, then you're really pounding the Sunday night game, especially if you're playing catch-up. Yep. And, and then if you lost game. there, then what happens Monday? You don't even go to work. You're, you're, you're so focused on p- spending money you shouldn't spend on that game. But thank you for spending another Sunday with us, as always. We enjoyed it. Josh, thank you. And I'll never stop thanking you for, for, for always riding with me, man. And I wouldn't do it with anybody else, bro. And I'll never stop saying that. So, once again, we sign off for Hector, for Clutch City Cam, for my man Josh Jordan, the statistician, and your man Jerry Bonos with a Z. Much love. Peace. This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's best sports talk, ESPN 97.5.